Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hi everybody. Uh, my name is uh, Fro. With me, I have Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Are you ready for a riddle? A riddle. Okay. Okay. A doctor and a bus driver are both in love with the same woman, an attractive girl named Sarah. The bus driver uh, had to go uh, on a long uh, bus trip that would last a week. Before he left, he gave Sarah seven apples. Why? Uh, a do- an apple a day would keep the doctor away. Yes! <laughs> you got it! <laughs> I like that riddle. That's good. Yeah, I like it as well. It uh, took but... me like half a second, and then I was like, oh, seven. A, a week. Okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to another Digital Citizen, everybody, where we will talk about shit we have seen this week, because holy cow, we have seen some shit this week. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess so. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't uh, know what you've seen, and you you don't know probably some of the stuff I've seen, but we've definitely seen some shit. That's, that's true, and we will talk about it later. Uh, hey, do you know that uh, this podcast is totally free? Not for us, but for you listening. That's why we ask you, sharing is caring. Uh, do you have a Twitter account? Share it. Do you have a WhatsApp? Share it. Do you have a grandmother that doesn't like uh, anything that has to do with music? Uh, play it on her Spotify. Uh, do you have... Yeah. Just share the podcast, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Uh, the, the message of this week. Uh, and if you have go... any Dr. Pepper, share that with me as soon as possible. <laughs> yes. Because... <laughs> yes, because you're going, you're going down, even... When you know it's a troubling sign when Dr. Pepper tweets about the lack of Dr. Pepper in the uh, store. It's funny because I went to the store a week ago or something, and I yeah, I even told Fro at the time like I couldn't find a lot of the sodas I wanted, and I was very confused. Yeah. But this week, Dr. Pepper came out and said uh, they I guess they confirmed that they're having trouble uh, fulfilling the amount of I guess. The amount of Dr. Pepper that's needed by people right now. Right. Yeah, no, it's so... It, it, it's kind of strange. It's kind of like... Why why, why is that the case? How's your week been, by the way? Uh, pretty good. Other than my lack of diet... Uh, yeah. Caffeinated sodas. Yeah. Good. My week has been pretty standard as well. And I didn't even have any Dr. Pepper because it's incredibly hard to get in Norway for some fucking reason. Dr. Pepper's kind of like a... It's very polarizing. Some people love it and some people hate it. Um, Because it kind of has like a... I don't know what's the good... It kind of has like a medicine-y taste to it. I mean, that's like... I think we have... Doctor... I think that's where the doctor part of Dr. Pepper comes from. 
I think I've told you this story before. If not, I will definitely tell it again because it's so fucking long since I told it. So uh, when I was in Russia, uh, in St. Petersburg, this was uh, right after uh, Yeltsin won the election. So you can see how long that time is ago. Uh, many, many years ago. Uh, so uh, Coca-Cola was... N- not anywhere, and it was impossible to get a hold of soda. So the only thing that we could get a hold of was Dr. Pepper, for some reason. Like uh, when, especially I remember that we went to Pizza Hut in St. Petersburg, and they didn't have Coca-Cola. They only had Dr. Pepper because, it, it, like I said, even in, at the like rich supermarket, they didn't have Coca-Cola yet. Well, the thing about Dr. But, Pepper. Is there's Pepsi and then there's Coke, Coca Cola, right. and they basically yeah. own every type of soda. Sprite and Seven Up are both Pepsi and Coca Cola, but Dr Pepper right. is owned by Dr Pepper. They they're their own right. company, right? Actually, if you go to the Dr Pepper Twitter, Charmin, the uh, toilet paper people, uh, uh-huh. after they. Uh, tweeted that they were having a problem keeping in stock. Charmin, the toilet paper people, said, Welcome to the club. We feel your pain. So, my point was this. I fell in love with Dr. Pepper when I was in Russia. And after I came home from Russia, I can still, like, it's very, very hard to get to Norway. Mm-hmm. But when I get it, I totally fucking get it. Well, it's, I'm drinking a... My- 20 ounce diet Dr. Pepper right now. This is like gold apparently in America. So I'm just yeah, drinking it up. Cheers to you. Hey, uh, Joe Biden made it even more uh, hard uh, for me to support him this election. Um, Joe Biden <laughs> picks uh, Senator Kamala Harris to be its vice president running mate, uh, making her the first uh, black woman on a major ticket. How do you feel about this? Uh, mix because I called this five months ago before, yeah, even before COVID happened, before anything else. You had said Elizabeth yeah. Warren, and I had said Kamala Harris, yeah. And this is just a, a continuation of uh, the Democ- the DNC, the Democratic National Committee's idea of what they wanted from the beginning. They, they didn't want yeah. Joe Biden to be the nominee, they wanted Kamala Harris to be the nominee from the right. beginning. So they got Joe Biden instead, so they just made Kamala the VP. My guess is at some point Biden's probably going to bow out in uh, middle of the, his presidency, and we're going to end up with a President Kamala Harris, whether we right. voted her in or not. <laughs> that's my guess as to what's going to happen, uh, because the DNC and, uh, always wanted Kamala Harris as president. Uh, that's why I was able to call it so early, is because it was very clear once Biden was the nominee after Bernie dropped out, Kamala Harris was the next in line, right? I mean, that's the yeah, way I saw it, oh, but uh, oh, yeah. Now, uh, it's just like her. I think I think her stance on everything is so far away from what I stand from that it's kind of hard for me to to be very happy about this I, I like I listened to a podcast that was like supporting uh, Joe Biden and they said it very like blunt 
uh, does this make you excited for the election? No. <laughs> it's like, it, it, don't, it, it didn't even make it very, like, easy for us to, like, go and go like, Yes! Finally! Kamala Harris is the vice president! Finally! <laughs> yeah, but was there anybody who was going to make you go... Uh, anybody in the list of possible VPs that were going to make you go, Oh, yay! You know what I mean? Even Elizabeth uh, Warren, I would have been like... Warren to a certain point. But... I don't think so, because remember... Elizabeth Warren screwing over Bernie with the whole, uh, he's oh, sexist true. and he told me that I couldn't be president, that whole thing. I, I mean, with Kamala Harris, it's not any different. Remember when she smoked weed listening to Tupac, even though that never happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, no, and it's, she's, she's like considered a very moderate Democrat, and I, I find that. Uh, I don't like moderate. She's, she's a centrist. Yeah, I mean, a, a yeah. centrist is one step away from a Republican. It is, more or less. But yeah, I'm not excited by this. You are not excited by this, but we will still... I just don't... Say, I don't uh, think... I mean, it's been clear for a long time that the Joe Biden camp of the Democratic Party does not care about progressives, and this is clear that right. it's almost a poking the eye saying listen we don't give a fuck about progressives we're going right. for the centrist democratic right. uh, rich uh, white sub suburban middle of the road almost republican not quite republican democrats and that's what picking harris is it's a it's a centrist choice uh, i guess it could have been worse i mean they could have picked susan rice i think susan rice would have been a oh, worse yeah. pick um, oh, yeah. but they, like you said, they could have picked Warren or they could have picked, uh, I guess Karen Bass, who we talked about last week, who was mm -hmm. in between, but like we said, it, very much no name recognition. So overall, Kamala Harris, I think was the obvious choice. Uh, I, like I said, I called it long time ago because it was just basically obvious. But uh, I'm sure she will turn up to be a Russian spy, so we don't have to worry about that. Because uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin uh, has said that a local development vaccine for the COVID-19 has been given uh, approval after less than two months uh, testing on humans. Please don't test me. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Putin said that the vaccine had passed on uh, the required checks, adding that his daughter has already has been given it. Do you believe that for two seconds? Sure. Why wouldn't okay. I? I guess. I don't believe that for two seconds. Uh, officials said they planned mass vac vaccination in October. So... But experts have raised concerns about how the speed of Russia's work and suggested that uh, researchers might be cutting corners. I don't think that's very unlike uh, cutting what corners? I don't like. I don't understand this. What are the corners that are being cut? What? What? Because it's too short a time. What Two is months of testing? Are you crazy? That's too short. I, I don't know that that's how much time they were testing it. No, like... Oh, it says here. That's what it says here, but... 
I think the idea that because it's from Russia, we're supposed to just n- not accept the vaccine is oh, no, ridiculous. That I don't agree. No, that I don't fucking agree to at all. I'm not saying that it's... it's well, well, that's what you're Russia. suggesting, is that no, because... No, 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 no. Because, uh... No, that's not what right. I'm suggesting at all. Put, stop fucking putting words in my mouth. That's not what I said at all. I'm saying that two months of testing seems a very short while of time. That's what I'm saying. Uh, well, I guess I so. I have no concept of how long... Uh, I've never tested a vaccine, right? So I have no concept of how long uh, is a long time and how long how long is a short time. So I, to me, I have no concept of what a long time to test a vaccine is. Is two months long? I I don't know. <laughs> That's just it. Uh, do I think a vaccine would be good for the world? Yes. Uh, so I don't... What I say about this is people freaking out. Oh, we can't accept this. Why don't you just go get the vaccine, test it yourself, give it the amount of time you want to test it, does it work or does it not work? I don't understand why we have to be like, oh, this, that, oh, we hate them because it's Russia. This goes back to when we were talking month ago, when they initially said, uh, oh, Russia is stealing our vaccine information. Remember this? Yes. Russia and China are stealing our vaccine information, and I said... It seems like almost that they're getting ahead of it because Russia's about to come out with their own vaccine, right? Did I not say that? Yeah. And now all of a sudden that exact thing happens. It's it's ridiculously predictable, I guess is my point. Uh, do I think this is necessarily a perfect vaccine? No. But do I think the outrage over it just being a vaccine from Russia is ridiculous? Yes. Uh, according to a page I'm looking at here from the World Economy Forum, it takes approximately 10 years to make a vaccine. So I think three, two months is maybe a little short. Uh, okay. So we're not going to have a vaccine for 10 years is what you're telling me. No. Well, <laughs> right. So, uh, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, discovery and research takes two to five years. Pre-clinic takes two years. Then you have clinical development that takes one to two years. Then you have phase two that takes one, two to three years. And then you have phase three, two to four years. And then you have regulatory review and approval. And that takes one to two years. But what I'm seeing is that America, uh, multiple countries uh, have vaccines in tr- in phase two already Fa- phase two trials uh multiple countries so how is that possible if the it hasn't been two years you know what i'm saying so the other countries are already pushing ahead this quote-unquote uh time you're supposed to ten if it's 10 years how do these other countries have phase two trial vaccines right does that make no, sense? I, I, oh, totally. And right. I'm just saying that that uh, two to three months seems super short. But who the fuck do I know? I'm not a right. I don't know anything about it. Exactly. Um, I'm all I'm saying is, I think it's crazy to just automatically assume that it's not a uh, 
viable vaccine just because it's from a specific country. It just seems crazy to me. That we're just going to go, oh, yeah, no, it's not a real vaccine because it just... We're going to let people die because we don't like Russia is the part, I guess, that really bothers me. Right. That's like I said, I never said that. My problem. That's not what I'm I'm, that's not what I'm saying. You said I never said you said that. I said you said that uh, they're assuming because of this time period, which I have no concept of whether this time period is or is not viable. Uh, that it's just not an acceptable vaccine because of this, and I don't I don't understand right. why that is the talking point instead of hey, there's a vaccine, let's test it and see if it's real or not. <laughs> that should be the talking point is hey, I, let's I save people, let's save people's lives. <laughs> I I agree to that. Yeah, totally. No, I I totally agree to that. I I don't care if it's Russian or Slovenian or even from. Like North Korea, whatever. Place. I don't give a yeah, shit. Whatever. Save people's lives, right? Yeah. No, I don't give two shits, and I don't think people in New Zealand, I don't think, gives a shit right now because guess what? They closed down after two hundred, one hundred and two days without any corona. It says here the uh, coronavirus has broken out again in New Zealand after more than a hundred days. Uh, prop prompting strict lockdowns. Uh, the Prime Minister on Tuesday said four people from one family in South Auckland uh, were found to have contracted COVID-19. Uh, these were the first cases of uh, of coronavirus in New Zealand in 102 days without any domestic transmission. Uh, local residents have been told by the Prime Minister to stay home and stop the spread of disease active as if COVID as if you have COVID, and as if people around you have COVID. And this is just because, yeah. what, three people got it? They're all like, yeah. we're going to yeah. lock it down. I Do you know what? I find that very much more uh, sensible than letting it go on. <laughs> I think it's better to close down if you have three people getting it than 50. I mean, they, they've been ahead of the game in New Zealand from the beginning, as far as keeping it in, keeping it under control. Um, I think we even said at the time, they have an easier time of it because they are an Island. So they can kind of just keep people from coming there. I kind of wonder how these, how this family got it in the first place. That's kind of a question. They opened their border again. Right. But I mean, like how they actually contracted it. Like, did they go to a store? Did they, you, you know what I mean? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did their dad you go on that. a work yeah, trip, or? or they came yeah. from? Uh, it's not very far from Australia, right? And Australia has had a lot of uh, Corona as well, so it could be that the dad had business in in uh, Australia or in, India or in anywhere. Australia. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it says here uh, the prime minister has also urged against panic buying. Uh, at supermarkets, supermarkets, uh, sh- which she said Tuesday night, um, mm-hmm. which I can see happening in this kind of situation where all of a sudden you just shut down the country. I can see people going out there and, you know, going crazy, buying up the toilet paper, buying up the canned food and this and that. Yeah, 
Jacinda Arden is one of those very, very few politicians that I have, have absolutely nothing to say bad about. I think she's very clever and she has steered that country extremely good. And everybody else that I talk to that is from New Zealand or around there says the same. And it seems like this is the right response because, like I said, she, she's uh, maybe will people will say, oh, she's overreacting. Well, they overreacted before, and that got them zero cases for 102 days. <laughs> so maybe overreacting is the way of doing it. Maybe you should close the border if you find a, a, anybody in your country having it. Right. Maybe that is the way of not spreading it. Well, I think it is. I think it's been proven yeah. like time and time again, <laughs> and some people are choosing not to just accept facts. I right. think that's the problem. Right. That's the fucking problem, I agree. Uh, but yeah, uh, a little back to Biden, because, and also <laughs> the vaccine, because we need, to, uh, we need to get ready, because guess what? Russia is acting against Biden, and China opposes Trump. This is not at all fake news. U.S. intelligence officials... Unnamed U.S. Mm -hmm. intelligence officials believe that Russia is using a variety of measures to denigrate Democratic candidate Joe Biden ahead of the election, and that individuals linked to the Kremlin are boosting Donald Trump. We haven't heard that before. Didn't we just talk about this fucking four years ago? U.S. officials Did also believe China does not want Trump to win a second term and has accelerated its uh -huh. criticism of the White House, expanding its efforts to shape public policy in America. So, uh -huh. China is against Trump and Russia is for Trump, according to this. This is... This sounds like something straight out of a spy novel, <laughs> like Clive Cussler uh -huh. spy novel, you know what I mean? It, this is hey, look. Look, look. Can't you wait for the Mueller... Report part two. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, in a statement Friday, William Evany is uh, is believed to be the most point. Oh, in what is believed to be the most poignant uh, declaration by the U.S. intelligence community linking Kremlin to the efforts to get Trump elected. Wait, this is believed to be the most poignant declaration by the U.S. <laughs> intelligence community to link Trump to the Kremlin. Uh, this right here, not the Mueller report, not everything we've gone through for like th three and a half years. This thing, this is what is the most poignant declaration. A sensitive subject for the president who has rejected the intelligence agency assessment that Russia tried to help him in 2016. Right. Please, please, <laughs> please, yes. <laughs> Don't vote for Trump because he's a Russian asset. <laughs> it says the president does seem to agree with the intelligence, uh, indicating that China doesn't want him to get elected, re-elected, though, saying if mm -hmm. Joe Biden was president, China would own our country, the president told uh, a reporter. It's almost like your president is stupid or something. <clears throat> It's uh, I, it's all just nonsense. I, it's, uh, all of it is nonsense. It's all just pro wrestling. Oh. Joe Biden uh, is uh, Hulk Hogan. Trump is Andre the Giant. They do the yep. body slam, and then they go back in the back, and they have a beer together, because guess what? They're all best <laughs> friends. <laughs> and, and 
The end. The world goes to flames. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it, it, is, it is so funny to hear the same thing again and again and again and again and again and again. And then it's proven false again and again and again and again. And still shitty fucking people go there like, oh, Trump is working with Russia. Show me one fucking proof he's working with Russia, please. One. One. Remember when he attacked Iran, who was like, Iran is a uh, ally of Russia. And so when Trump killed Soleimani, when he bombed a military general of a country... That yeah. was an ag- that was aggression against Russia. So to say that yep. Trump is working with Russia after that whole thing is completely insane, asinine, <laughs> ridiculous. That's not the reason why I shouldn't vote for Trump. There's a million reasons, thousand yeah. billion other reasons not for voting for Trump. Russia isn't fucking one of them. Stop. And neither is Venezuela. Ven- the election. Neither is Venezuela, because it says here, ex-Green Berets uh, sentenced to 20 years in prison for Venezuela coup. Remember the Green Berets who tried to... Remember when America just tried to overthrow a country and then just admitted Mm -hmm. that they were trying to overthrow a country? (laughs) Venezuelan court has sentenced two former U.S. Special Forces soldiers to 20 years in prison for their part in a blunder-filled beach attack aimed at overthrowing President Nicolas Maduro. Lawyers for the Green Berets said that they were barred from uh, secretive jailhouse proceedings Friday and what what the lawyers considered a violation of their constitutional rights to a defense. Maduro's chief prosecutor announced uh, the surprise declaration late Friday night. Uh, They admitted their responsibility for the facts. Uh, Tariq William William Saab announced on Twitter. Um... So apparently the the soldiers, according to Venezuela, they admitted to being guilty. Operation Gideon uh, was launched from a makeshift training camp in neighboring Colombia and left at least eight rebel soldiers dead while 60 more are jailed. The ex-Green Berets, who were uh, were operating out of a Florida-based security company called Silver Core USA. I mean, I can understand that you did this because you had so much uh, success with Operation Bay of Pigs. Oh, wait. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I gotta go back again to the State of the Union address with Juan Guaido. It's very clear what's yep. going on here. Mm-hmm. Again, Hulk Hogan, <laughs> Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. In the green room, best Operation friends. Operation Bay of Pigs. Right. Google it, people. That wasn't alive. Operation Bay of Pigs. Google it. That's all I have to say. It's not like you haven't tried it before. Uh, okay. So we're going to talk about something that uh, <clears throat> is a little hard to talk about. Not because uh, I'm especially afraid, because I'm definitely afraid of mentioning this thing that we're going to talk about right now. Because uh, Beep uh, Group are uh, growing at a rapid uh, pace uh, around the world, and uh, I don't really want to sack Beep. Why? Because it will get us banned. 
I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> we'll just say Q. Uh, a new established Q. Q group on Facebook are growing rapid, rapidly and at a high pace and help the spread of this baseless and dangerous conspiracy theory around around new countries and around the world. Uh, the Guardian has documented around 170 Q groups, pages, and accounts across Facebook and Instagram with around 4.5 million followers. The Guardian has also documented uh, dedicated communities to Q followers in at least 15 countries on Facebook. Um, on Saturday, August 19th, the aggregate following of those previously documented groups, pages, and accounts had grown by 34% to just over 4 million. Um, as well, uh, Facebook just this weekend deleted a group with 200,000 members uh, and was banned. This group was banned for repeated violations of Facebook's rules against bullying, harassment, hate speech, and harmful misinformation. A spokesman at the time confirmed that the removal was a one-off enforcement action and not part of a broader policy shift. Yeah, I mean, Q has been linked to things from Pizzagate to other things. So I mean, it's not like we are uh, very much supporting Q to. To be honest, I mean, we've talked about it before, and we went into the deep part of it, where it's like the yeah. actual what they consider the actual person who is whatever Q, and we went into the messages that were being supposedly uh, these secret messages that were very what cryptic messages and everything. We went into yeah. that when we actually covered it, and the cryptic messages could just mean anything. So it's all it all started as nonsense when you really go into it. But it's 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 strange that it uh, was based on nonsense and still is, but now is kind of like harmful for people. It's 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 strange how it has developed. Well, people want to be part of a group. They want to be part of a something oh, yeah. ba bigger than themselves, and they see this as bigger themselves. But they don't actually go in and do the research to be like, oh, where where did this start? <laughs> yeah. So okay, let's. Uh, talk about something very, very, very funny. So, <laughs> there's this cheeky boar that leaves nudist grunting in a laptop chase. Uh, take it through this. Nudist in Berlin got too close to nature for comfort when a wild boar snatched a plastic bag which he had, uh, which had his laptop inside. The naked man gave chase to the boar and her two piglets, uh, much to the amusement of a bunch of other fellow sunbathers, uh, Adele Landre, the actor and life coach, took photos of the chase, uh, writing Nature strike Strikes Back, adding the, the man laughed it all off. He gave it his all with no stitch on, she reported. Then she showed the photos of the man and laughed sounding and, uh, oh, and he laughed soundingly and authorized me to make the photos public. And we have a photo. This is the photo from the lady <laughs> of the guy actually chasing them, and he's totally naked. And there's some, I don't know, three or four people in the background, like, laughing their ass off laughing. at him. Laughing, yeah. I mean, he has a very manly uh, bottom. He's got no butt. 
It's just a flat, like, back all the way down to the ankles is just flat nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, look, if you were a millionaire, or even a billionaire, uh, what would you use a lot of money on? Oh, that's a good question. Um... Uh, right now in America, probably fencing to, to just giant fence, like 20 feet high all around <laughs> my house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like Jurassic no. Park, except it would just be me inside. <laughs> Here we see that Luke is in his natural uh, thing. Yeah, a fence uh, seems uh, very smart. Uh, I you could also get a uh, 1.5 million gold corona mask by made by a Israeli uh, jeweler. Uh, so it is a 18 karat white gold mask that is decorated with uh, 3,600 white and black diamonds that are f uh, fitted with top-rated N99 filters at the request of the buyer. Uh, doesn't say who the buyer is, I guess. Well, no, they, they just made it. They, I don't think they actually... They didn't make it for a specific person. Oh. Yeah. But why does it say uh, at the request of the buyer? Oh, they're just saying, like, if somebody wants to buy this... They can get this specific ah, filter if okay, okay. they now want. Okay, okay, now I get it. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Well, oh, no, it says there. It declined to identify the buyer, but said it was a Chinese businessman living in the United States. Oh, okay. I, but what they're saying is if somebody else wants one uh, and right. they want to buy it, they can get this filter if they want. Uh, right. So I guess they have sold one. The Glitzed up face masks may send some pizzazz to the protective gear now mandatory in public spaces, but at two two hundred and seventy grams grams over half a pound, nearly a hundred times that of a typical surgical mask. This is not a practical accessory to wear around. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. And where do you wear this? Like, in what circumstances? Like going to the store? I, maybe like if you were going to like a like a really nice party or like this is something you would wear if if we had the Oscars during COVID this is something they would oh, yeah. wear on the red carpet oh, of yeah. the Oscars that would be a good idea yeah yeah I can see that I I think it's pretty what do you think about it I mean, I don't understand what all the extra pieces are for. There's, like, the mask, and then there's all these, like, right. extra parts. But it says here, um, in an interview at the factory, uh, they showed off silver pieces of the mask covered in di diamonds. One gold plate had a hole for the filter. So one of these plates, I think that's the center one, like the round one, that's the filter. Right. But it's the filter itself is gold-plated as well, I guess. So that's kind of ridiculous. Mm. I mean, because the filter you're going to throw away. It's a filter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or maybe you put, um, maybe there's like reusable filter. Right. But if I have never... it's reusable. Oh, I see. You're saying maybe you can clean. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Right. How... Yeah, like a coffee maker. I don't, I don't know how the 
N99 mask work, but most filters right. for those kind of masks, it's like you use it a certain amount of time and then you can't, it's, right. you throw it away, right? I have never heard of this N99 filter, so I'm guessing it's the best that can money can buy. I assume it's like the kind you would get if you were like in a hazmat suit kind of thing. Right. Right. But yeah, no, I wonder what those other parts are. Uh, it, like, it doesn't seem to fit anywhere on the body. I was thinking, like, could the other things be on other places on the... I was thinking, the, I, I uh, thought maybe like, it was, like, the, like you could wear it, like, normal, or you could put these extra pieces right. on to make it look even cooler, I think is maybe what those parts uh, are. Maybe. You can uh, see the picture of stuff that on our Facebook group and uh, our Twitter when Luke hears this back and uh, remembers to do it. <laughs> if, yeah, right. right. <laughs> uh, since then, uh, uh, along uh, with his son, is four uh, forces man out of store because guess what? They're not wearing a mask. They should buy this golden mask, I guess. Right, you'd probably be a lot prouder if he had a $1.5 million mask to wear and whatever this is. It looks like a Trader Joe's or something. Trader Joe's? I was just going to say that. You're reading my mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you ready to see this video? Yeah, go and give me countdown. In three, two, one, go. These people won't learn. These people won't learn. Okay, we got a guy in grocery... Store freaking out over wearing a mask. Oh, he said the R word. You're not supposed to say that. His son is like, uh, you're embarrassing me, Dad. And now his son. This is his son. The guy. The guy in the gray shirt. These are his sons, bro. <laughs> and his son just picks his dad up and just <laughs> walks him out the store like a, a child. Uh, yeah, sorry for blaring the R word. Uh, it's not the word I especially like, and uh, it's nothing I support. But this guy yeah. clearly is just a child, so he's going to say things like that. I mean, it, it's yeah. this is where we're at in the world, where the young kids are so much smarter than the adults... That the yeah. adults are being treated like babies by the Zoomers. You know what I mean? Like, the, the kid yeah. had to pick the, the dad up like he was a child having a tantrum in the store because he couldn't get a candy bar. Uh, right. And just walk him out the store because the the kid, who how old do you think that kid was? 17 maybe? 17, yeah. Something and like he that. was embarrassed by his own father being in the grocery store. That's, I mean... It's it's the honest, turn of the tables, I, I, you know. Yeah, to be honest, I think I would probably do the same. Uh, let's talk about the emails. Yeah, Fro, we got an email. Another digital citizen at gmail dot com. Send us an email there if you have anything you want us to talk about. If you have anything you want us to promote for you or anything else. Another digital citizen at gmail dot com. We also have a Twitter at podcast adc. Go to our Twitter. Uh, add us. Send us some stuff, get a hold of us, DM me if you have anything you want us to talk about. We also have a Facebook page. You can go to Another Digital Citizen on Facebook, uh, post anything underneath this show that you want to talk, you want us to talk about on next show. 
Hey, Jake Paul was uh, FBI swatted uh, at uh, his uh, home. Uh, this is huge news for some reason. Uh, I guess it's huge news because Jake Paul. Right. Uh, the FBI executed a federal search warrant at the resident at Kalabaska in connection with the ongoing investigation and FBI representative said in a statement so we don't really know why and uh, uh, it says officers were seen collecting guns from the property I've seen the video of this right. of the, they were big they're not like handguns they were like giant rifles right. with scopes on them uh, yeah. yeah um they saying this is has something to do with uh the he was when he was in the uh protests in Arizona somewhere uh well Scottsdale Arizona during a protest at a shopping center uh following the death of George Floyd so this has something to do with that but we don't really know what <laughs> and then there was some people who were with him when he was doing that and their yeah. houses were also raided by the FBI, so it looks like there's a, some kind of connection there as well. But we really don't know, know what's exactly going on with this whole thing. Uh, deadline, uh, Eurovision, uh, U.S. offshoot, uh, American Song Contest uh, moves uh, forward. Ice uh, 2021 holiday season premiere. I'm super excited for this. I mean... I mean, that's plenty of time. Uh, it, it, holiday premiere meaning, like, Thanksgiving, Christmas time in, in a year from this Christmas. Yeah. That gives them plenty of time to get everything together and hopefully things die down. My question is, how exactly do you do a casting call right now uh, with COVID and everything? Right. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm super excited. What else can I say? I, I think it will be interesting to see. Uh, Tiger King uh, news, Carol Baskin uh, faces a lawsuit from their ex-husband that uh, she's allegedly, definitely did not kill. I mean, fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, Tiger King uh, is facing a lawsuit, yes. Uh, and they are um, also offering a uh, hundred uh, thousand award for information on what happened to uh, him, uh, because, yeah. The family, the family of, of her former husband are offering a hundred thousand right. dollar reward for any information on what actually happened to him. The lawyer for the family has filed a lawsuit in an attempt to force Baskin to give evidence on the record, which apparently she hasn't done yet. Uh, and then Carol Baskin, the French, fresh Prince is coming back from, uh, yay. Fresh Prince, played by Will Smith uh, in the 90s, is coming back in a reboot, but this time the story of the streetwise teen moves in with his upper-class uncle is not going to be a comedy, according to reports. The new version will be based on a YouTube trailer that reimagines the series as a hard-hitting drama. Yeah, I've seen this trailer, and it's an amazing trailer. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, this isn't the first time they've done something like this from a YouTube trailer. No. Dora the Explorer, the movie, was based off of a YouTube trailer that was kind of a reinterpretation of Dora the Explorer. So they're doing right. kind of that that thing. 
uh, Will Smith is going to be producing this, but I don't think yeah. he's going to be acting in it, as far as I can tell. I think that's uh, maybe a cameo or or two. I bet. Uh, yeah, I bet so. Yeah. Okay, TV round. Holy moly, we both have seen a lot of TV this week. All right, go ahead and start. Uh, sure. Big Brother. Let's talk about that. Why, right? Season twenty-two. To... Yeah. Uh, good beginning. Uh, I saw the two first episodes. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say that I'm out because that means that I'm not going to watch it anymore. But uh, <laughs> it means that I'm going to watch two episodes and do like I do every year. Wait to the end and see it all. <laughs> right. Uh binge it i guess the only yeah. thing i'm I'm not a huge fan of all-star seasons of any kind of reality show uh right. and this i guess is no exception in that sense but it seems like i i'm gonna enjoy this just because uh i miss having big brother right we we got yeah. kind of canada got ended early very early uh because of right. covid and this is the first kind of big brother um American version of Big Brother that's back, I guess, because they had Australia, right, at one point. Yes, yeah, Australia just ended. Yeah, and it was also very, very good, by the way. I recommend you watch this season of uh, Australia. Was there anybody in this Big Brother cast that you were like, I don't remember them being in Big Brother before this at all? (laughs) There's one guy, the Italian guy. I'm like, I don't remember you. I've seen every season of Big Brother... I don't remember you. <laughs> I don't think I remember him. I, for Maybe some I reason, don't. I just do not remember him. Uh, oh. Let's see. What did I see this week? Um, oh, Immigration Nation, which you recommended to me last week. Yes, I did. Uh, very good. Uh, I mean, it's a bit depressing uh, because of everything that it's about, but it's, it, it's a documentary about uh, ICE... Uh, kind of covering the darker side of ICE. Uh, but at the same time, it also shows some of the officers who are are good people or trying to be right. good people inside this broken system, I guess, right? Right. So overall, yeah. I'm going to give this like a, uh, a 6.5. Pretty standard documentary, to be honest. Okay. I give it a 10 out of 10, but we're not going to... Talk about that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this was this wasn't anything that like blew my mind. It was pretty standard documentary. So, Doom Patrol uh, season two, I have seen. Uh, I think this is a great follow up to season one. I like the solutions they come up with. Uh, I also want to say that I have seen uh, all of uh, uh, another show that. Luke doesn't care about because he doesn't care about Doom Patrol, uh, Umbrella Academy, uh, and they are kind of the same show anyway. So, <laughs> are they? Not really, but oh. it's superhero shows, and you don't care about them. Uh, yeah, I mean, now I've thought about it. Since COVID happened, we haven't really had any superhero movies coming out and everything. It's kind of a nice break mm-hmm. from all that stuff. So maybe over time of being not saturated with superhero stuff, I'll start to kind of enjoy it again. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what else did I see? Uh, 
let's go Tiny Creatures on Netflix. This is a nature show. It's one of these nature shows where they like uh, they find the animal and then they film it and then they make up a silly story that they're oh this is how the animal's thinking. Oh, he wants to get away uh, from from the cr the the snake. But this is all about really tiny creatures. Uh, and they're telling these kind of ridiculous stories, but it's very well shot as a nature show uh, because they're such small animals. Uh, it, mm. They're doing these super close-ups of these tiny animals, and it makes the rest of the um, world look bigger. It's kind of like a Honey, I Shrunk the sh Kids look, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, yep, but uh, in a nature show, overall, um, not super exciting. I'll give it a four. <clears throat> I, I watched this because Luke told me that he had watched this. Uh, I really, really, really don't care about this kind of show. Because it's, it's like Luke said, it's very like, oh, we make up this, this story. And I, I, I agree that the shots were very beautiful. But other than that, it's like it's very uh, four, I gave it. Yeah, me too. Oh, we're on the same page. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Murder. Uh, this is a comedy uh, from Australia from 2013. I have never heard of it before this week. Uh, somebody in Australia recommended me it. Uh, it has uh, 13 uh, episodes. It's about this married couple that uh, uh, specialized in becoming uh, or cleaning up crime scenes. Uh, and uh, they help investigators uh, solve uh, crimes. Uh, it is very, very funny. Um, it has uh, Sean um, Mycliffe in it, and uh, I really like... Oh, Wycliffe Sean. Yes. You're right, okay. <laughs> not Ted. <laughs> no, that not him. Funny. Okay. I was Michael like, that's, that's really what it sounded like you were saying. Okay, continue. No, no. But yeah, that would be funny if he was in an Australian comedy show. Uh, but uh, I give it a seven. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah. I saw Martha Knows Best following... You definitely a, did. ...a bunch of shows with Blank Knows Best, including what? Hogan Knows Best and a whole bunch right. of other ones. Martha Knows Best. Did you see this, Fro? I did. It is with Martha Stewart. Oh my, this is a show. <laughs> uh, I I don't know if I've ever seen a show that was more entitled than this show. Um, <laughs> she's like, I'm stuck on my 150-acre mansion estate, and it's so hard for me, so I'm going to Skype with all my celebrity friends and talk about gardening. Uh, I mean, uh, some of the gardening stuff I kind of enjoyed because I like uh, gardening. Yes. But, but it is... So entitled. Entitled, yes, incredibly. Yeah. Oh. I mean, the part with Snoop Dogg in the second episode was kind of funny. That that was kind of funny, but other yeah. than that. Yeah. But she has had the uh, that Snoop Dogg show for ages as well. So I, I think I don't think that's on anymore. Oh, it was on for at least. Oh yeah, it was on for a while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. And they were definitely trying to make that connection, but uh, a lot of it just feels really disingenuous and almost seems like right. she doesn't know what she's talking about. It like she was just told by the almost? guy, the gardener guy, uh, what what's going on. I don't know. What would you give this? Uh, 
three. Yeah, I give it a three point five. So we're in the in the same ballpark. Uh, I saw the new uh, Perry Mason. Uh, I did not want to watch this. Uh, one, I fucking love the original. Two, I fucking love the original. And three, I fucking love the original. So when this came uh, out, I was very negative to it. I'm going to admit that. And probably my score is going to be very dated by me loving the original as much as I do. But I'm going to give it uh, a seven. Uh, I I think it is a very good story. It's just very, very, very different from the original. I saw. Let's do No Limit Chronicles on BET. Okay. From uh, never heard of. It's a it's a documentary show about. Master P. You remember Master P and the No Limit Soldiers? I kind of don't. Uh, they were, believe it or not, they were, they were a faction in WCW at one point, of course. Okay. Uh, the No Limit Soldiers, they were very famous. Snoop Dogg was in No Limit, like, when he left, uh, whatever. He, he left some label and went to them at one point, and they were, like, the biggest rap group in, like, the late 90s, early 2000, or rap uh, I guess group, yeah. Um, and it's basically about the rise and fall of this group. You know what I mean? As far as like a mm. rap label, um, and it's very interesting because it's something I went through or I lived through in my childhood, seeing this group like get so big and then all of a sudden just kind of disappear. Um, I I thought it was very interesting. I'm gonna continue watching it. So. I'd give it a 6.5. No, I'm going to give it a 7. Okay. Sounds uh, interesting, I guess. I mean, if you live through the No Limit era, then it'd be interesting, especially. But if not, it might be interesting as well, just so you can learn about what happened during that time. Okay. And it's a lot of, like, you know, drugs and money and all that good stuff. Okay. I saw License to Kill. Uh, no, not the James Bond movie, but a TV show called it. It's about this plastic uh, surgeon that looks at uh, medical mistakes and uh, how uh, it was put into uh, patients into jeopardy and things like that. This is such uh, like discovery killing program like you have seen any other fucking thing is like this. Like, everything that's on Discovery that has about murder is about this. Okay. <laughs> other than that, Maya Rivera is in one of the episodes. Who? Uh, no, two of the episodes. Maya Rivera. Okay. Uh, and I like her. Um, but I'm going to give it uh, four, 3.5. 3.5, okay. Um, I saw Wizards on Netflix, uh, which is, uh, a Guillermo del Toro cartoon. Mm. Oh my god, really? 
Well, you saw the uh, other one. Uh, it's like the yeah. spin-off or the second part to, geez, what was the name of the other one? I can't Perhaps. even remember yes. right now. No, me neither, and it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good, no. Uh, right. Tales of Arcadia was the name of the first yes. one. Um, and this is like the second one. Uh, the first one, I, I, I actually like this one better than the first one, to be honest. Okay. I, I thought yeah. it was more interesting uh, for some reason. Uh, maybe it just, uh, the, maybe I was in a better mood when I was watching it than when I watched the other one. Right. Uh, who knows? Right. But uh, overall, uh, I'll give it a five, right in the middle. Uh, Luke told me. <laughs> so, yes, we're going to talk about Lost Resort now, Luke. So, Luke told me about this reality show. Uh, Luke sent me a trailer, and uh, we talked about it on uh, Monday, and uh, when we were watching something else, we will talk about it soon. Uh, and he, he said, uh, and I asked him, oh, when is it coming out? And you said, oh, it's two episodes out. And you said, well, you should watch it. And I did. And you said it was shit, and it is. And you also said, I, it's very sad, and I would probably cry. And I did, and I fucking <laughs> hate you. And uh, this is uh, the worst thing I have ever cried over in my entire life. Yeah, right. That's just it. Like, you're, I'm like shed a tear right at the end of the first episode. Yep. First up, ep- yeah, yep. at the end of the first episode, and I'm going, "Why do I care about this? <laughs> I yep. should not yep. care." <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, Eat Lost it. Resort is the name of it. Um, Eat it. It it's about um. A resort where these rich people are go. Uh, they have this group of fairly well off. It seems like everybody there is fairly well off, but they're like oh, yeah, have some kind of problem in their past. And then they have these three. I think they called them healers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that are supposed to like help them. Um, none of them have any type of psychological degree. It's very clear. Uh, they're, it's very woo-woo, uh, hippy-dippy kind of stuff. <laughs> very. And I am I feel bad for the people that are involved in it, kind of, that this yeah, is all being yeah. aired on TV at the same time. Uh, oh. Overall, I give this a 1.5. It also had a lot of audio dubbing errors um, yeah. that I had huge problems with. And it just felt... I felt bad watching it the whole time. What do you give this? I'm giving it a clear and very fine one. I almost gave it a zero. <laughs> I mean, it's close. Yeah, it's almost a zero, I think. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't know what would happen in this to give it a zero, but I mean, I thought... I mean, it's not the island. I mean, it's it's not that bad, but it's very, 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 very close. I thought Labor of Love was going to be the worst reality show I saw all year. <laughs> so this year, yeah. I, I was like, there's no possible no. way a show about a woman trying to get pregnant with a reality show. There's nothing that could be more ridiculous than that. And then this came along. So, <laughs> uh, but the, the funny thing is, I really want to say this. I, I do recommend the people to watch it just to have seen it. It's that 
weird and it's that bad and it's it very feels like the goop on Netflix and you said it uh, when we talked uh, that you wouldn't be surprised that it would be produced by Gwyneth Paltrow it felt like that show yeah it just is so disingenuous in yeah. the sense that I um these people that are in this reality show to get yeah. fixed for their mental problems are probably yeah. at the end of this going to end up having more mental issues more than when yeah. they went into this reality show. I uh, not agree. <laughs> so I have a real issue with that. I saw surviving Jeffrey Epstein on Lifetime, bro. Oh, I did as well. I mean, it. not all the episodes are out. I think it's going to be a four-part series. I think I only saw the first two. I don't know if three are out yet or not. How many did you uh, did you see? I saw I saw one. Okay. Um, yeah, it's rough to get through, but at the same time, if you've seen the Netflix documentary, you've seen most of this yeah. already. Yeah. Some of the footage yeah. is, like, the same. I almost... I went to Google to check and make sure I, it wasn't the, actually the same documentary. Same company, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, I I also felt that, and it's uh, it's like uh, I don't know if I'm going to <laughs> see the two episodes. To be honest, not that it's bad, but I don't need to hear this story again. It's like I've heard it once. There's a bunch of new information in there that I hadn't heard before, um, mostly having to do with the Gislaine Max- Maxwell arrest. And right. what I've been reading yeah. is. The first three episodes are going to be very much like the Netflix, but the last episode, they redid the whole last episode specifically because Ghislaine Maxwell got arrested. So the, if oh. if you are going to tune in for one episode, it'd probably be the final episode. Okay. You can tell me about it, because I'm I'm guessing that you're going to watch the rest. Oh, yeah, I probably will. There is yeah. some information <laughs> that hasn't been out there yet on this Lifetime show. Overall, I'm going to give it a six. Yeah, I uh, gave it a 5.5 here, so... Oh, good. Uh, let's see... What else do I have? So much uh, TV! <laughs> sorry? So much TV! I know. Uh, Stargirl, episode, uh, season one. Uh, I forgot about that when we were talking about uh, very standard... Uh, superhero shows. shows. That, superhero shows. Uh... Uh, they just—they've given yeah, up at I, this point. They just like, uh, meteor man. Uh, they're just looking around. <laughs> they're like, staple person. Uh, right. <laughs> paper boy. Uh, I, think, I think that's it, actually. What? What's it? Oh, uh, world's uh, most wanted. You already talked about that. <laughs> oh, I did. Okay. Star Trek Lower Deck is the last thing I think both of us saw. Oh yes. Thank you. Uh, Star Trek Lower Deck is a Star Trek, actual Star Trek show, but it this is the least Star Trek-y Star Trek show I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> because it's a cartoon. Um, it feels okay. like I've seen the animation style before. Did it feel like that to you? Yes. Uh, I feel like it was... Uh, I feel like there was a Nickelodeon show that had the same animation. I don't know what did you like the show? I thought it was very funny. I liked it. I didn't like I said I thought it was maybe one of the more funny things. Okay, let's compare it to Picard then. Is this better or worse than Picard as a just as a show? I mean, don't compare them as like 
because uh, they're obviously two totally different things. I thought this was better too. As well, I thought I it's, it's fun, funner. It was easier to get yeah. through the episodes that I saw. I saw four episodes, and I'm going to continue watching right. it. Um, oh, Total Drama Island, I think, is the animation style. Do you remember that show? Total Drama no, Island? It was like... No, I don't. It was a fake reality show uh, Nickelodeon... Oh, where they tried to kill each other. That one? I don't know. Maybe. Come, come, come in with a boat? No, no, no. This is different. This was like a kid show. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, but it has a very similar animation style to that. Uh, I gave it a 7. I gave it a 7.5. Holy moly, what what is it with us today? (laughs) I don't know, Uh, but we did see one other thing this week on TV. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I don't think we did. I don't think we did watch anything else. <laughs> there was a show called Tough as Nails. Sure? No. It's a reality show here lied. here in the US of A. I think you're lying. What was this episode about then? Okay. Okay, I guess. Episode 6, Game of Telephone. Uh, teams are challenged <sighs> mentally and physically when tasked with pushing 24 heavy barrels up a hill. Doesn't that sound exciting, everybody? Mm-hmm. And arranging them Can in a specific po- order. Uh, yeah, can we talk two seconds about how fucking hard it is to find this show? Okay, go ahead. Because it is very hard to find this show. That was the two seconds I needed. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think anybody wants to load the show up anywhere because nobody nope. wants to watch it themselves. Uh, oh, right, and, and one crew mes- member then must conquer their fear of heights to climb a telephone pole. Well, I guess uh, I guess we will talk about. Uh, I was kind of right this episode. Okay. I mean, uh, we have this very. There's one guy that me and Luke both hate. I don't really know. Uh, remember his name? Barry McBarry. Some. What is his first name again? I don't remember at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, we only remember Michelle, and that's because she's old. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Bertie MacBerdison is very high, uh, afraid of heights, and of course he wins the whole thing because he's afraid of heights. Right, um, and uh, this episode, at the end, uh, we get another competition between Michelle and a guy... And for right. some reason, now they go back to the competition being totally equal, where yeah. Yeah. two weeks ago she went up against another guy and for some reason got less weight and had to go less... This The rules of this show are ridiculous and don't make any sense, I guess is our point. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the next worst episode so far. Uh, it isn't as bad as three episodes ago, but okay. it is definitely uh, definitely boring, because I think the main problem I had was uh, their main, uh, well, the elimination uh, thing was not exciting, uh, and the team uh, challenge wasn't exciting, so it was both, like, barrel thing and uh, electrician thing, and it went a little too slow for me, and I really didn't care who, who won. Well, yeah, every, like, last episode, we had one competition that b- 
both of us kind of were like, oh, this is a little bit exciting. But yeah. neither competition in this were exciting. Pushing barrels up right. a hill is not exciting. Climbing a pole <laughs> is not exciting. Like, adding right. exciting music behind climbing a pole still does not make climbing a pole exciting. <laughs> no. And, uh, yeah, uh, Michelle made it through this uh, week as well. Mm-hmm. I am getting, I'm getting worried she will win the whole thing, like I said. I hope you're, I hope you're kind of right. That the sheriff lady is going to win. I think she deserves it better. I also find it funny that the team challenges. Uh, one team is now uh, up five to one. Is that right? Or yeah, four the, to one. It, something. No, it was five to one. Four to one, like at the beginning. Uh, but yeah, right. it, it seems very much like uh, that team has already just blown the other team out of the water. But I don't think that right. matters in the show because. Each competition, you can win $2,000. So I don't know why they even put that counter on there, because what happens if one team gets more wins than the other? Yeah. There is no, like, extra prize that I know about. So I'm very confused as to why that even matters. I'm actually looking at the ratings here, Fro. Yeah. Uh, 3.6 million viewers in America. Uh, In the 18 to 49 demo, it got a .5. This episode. Yay. It's actually up uh, from two episodes ago, which had a point four. But we also saw that they are making a second season of this, so... Well, they're at least casting for a second season, <laughs> according to the show. Oh, Jesus Christ, I really hope that doesn't happen. It's gonna happen. Uh, no, I don't want it to... Hey, look, uh, we watched uh, a movie this week. It's called uh, Killer Raccoons. What is the rest of the title again? Killer Raccoons 2. Yeah. Uh, Explain what we're doing. All right, so we have a weird idea of what we want to do here, but the whole concept is a four-sentence movie review. So me and Fro both watched this movie, and we're going to... We're going to... Describe the movie, but I did the first, what, 15 minutes of it, and I described the first 15 minutes in four sentences. And then Fro took the second 15 minutes, and he described them in four sentences, and then I did the third, and then he did the fourth, and we did the whole movie like that. So we're going to spoiler the movie, just to let everybody know, before we get really into it. Uh, We're going to describe the whole movie, basically... But me and Fro didn't talk about what our sentences are. So we don't know if this is going to flow or if it's going to be horrible or what, right? I have no clue what uh, Luke is going to say about this movie. I have no clue what he feels about this movie. Other than that we agreed that it was a so-so shitty movie. Uh, yeah, if you go to their Twitter, the Killer Raccoons 2 Twitter, uh, it says... Uh, uh, I think in their pinned tweet, uh, something to the effect of uh, people around America say this is definitely a movie. And we need to say this. The director of the movie liked our tweet and I can't be more excited for something in a while. Uh, Yeah, Uh, we posted the trailer just because... We, I, I was watching it, so I was like, I'm going to post the trailer. And right. 
the director actually liked it. Uh, so it's cool that there's also kind of a, some good engagement from Killer Raccoons. Thank you to Travis Irvine, who is the director of this movie, uh, for liking our tweet, I guess. He, it says here on his on his Twitter, The critics agree Killer Raccoons 2 is a movie. <laughs> we are going to tweet him uh, this episode, I hope. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, and we're going to watch the trailer for the movie, even though we've seen the movie. Let's watch the trailer uh, so everybody can go look up Killer Raccoons 2 trailer. Uh, and go check it out. So give me a countdown, Fro. In three, two, one, go. A top secret rocket-operated <laughs> laser satellite with nuclear capabilities. A team of domestic terrorists hell-bent on revenge. An undetectable moving headquarters held hostage. Welcome aboard the Holiday Express. Or as I like to call it, raccoon. Uh, there's a bunch of raccoons in like, what, what are those, elf costumes? The name sounds familiar. The Virgin from Raccoon Creek <laughs> Campground is back. The raccoons, and they're smart ones. Hold on, and how do you know that? Story of my life. <laughs> You can roast some chestnuts. I never want to see another raccoon again. You can leave cookies out for Santa. Ho, ho, holy! <laughs> I love this trailer. I have to say the trailer is much better than the movie. In the dark. Looks like I've bitten off more than I can chew-chew. Bitten off more than I can chew-chew. Uh, Obviously, this was supposed to come out around Christmas, I'm assuming, because the trailer even says that. No, but... no, no, that's the whole thing. That's that's the part of the gimmick. Is that it wasn't ever supposed to come out. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, Killer Raccoons 2, Dark Christmas in the Dark is the full name of the movie. On Christmas Eve, passengers aboard a nighttime train to Washington... Uh, fa- uh, passengers aboard a nighttime train to Washington face off an angry gang of domestic terrorists and highly intelligent government-trained raccoons. Uh, okay, so... We went through this, and I did the first 15 minutes, Fro. Mm -hmm. So, I'm gonna do the first four sentences of this movie. So, everybody, spo spoilers, uh, if you haven't seen this movie. I don't know how you you would spoil this movie exactly. One thing I wanted to say, do you think this was a good movie for the first ever four-sentence movie review or a bad movie? I think it was a very, very good movie. I can't tell yet, but let's let's go into it. So, <laughs> uh, my first sentence. Uh, it's Christmas time, and a peanut, giant government penis satellite is flying over the Earth. Number two. Uh... Raccoons have been stolen from a government facility that runs this satellite. Number three, a loner guy who we meet, Casey Smallwood, comes home to find his dead girlfriend's sister. Number four, as the train leaves, uh, government agents board the train. Good. I think that went well. Okay, are you ready for mine? Mm-hmm. One, two men go fish while the criminal and his raccoon rob them and their garbage. 
Two, Casey will not tell his dead girl sister about how she died, but promise to do it later. Three, raccoons take over the train, Kid Santa and many, many puns about different things that is almost die of laughing. Four, the raccoons torture them to give them the uh, code so they can communicate with the raccoons in space. Okay, uh, and then number one, Ranger Rich, Rich, Rich Danger has a small uh, has a small version of the government satellite and hacks the raccoon satellite. Danger plans to sell the satellite codes to Iran, China, and Russia. Uh, three. Uh, the dick-shaped raccoon satellite blows up Cannes, France with a laser. <laughs> the four, Casey Smallwood sends a distress message out on a smartphone. One, they make a plan to stop the terrorists that involves looking in space while the hero fights against the raccoon on a train. Two, Jones, Dancer, and other find out the government... While uh, we see our heroes found out uh, who are the real criminals. Three, our heroes makes a bomb, <laughs> makes a bomb while the criminals shot, uh, shoot uh, Shelley and kidnap uh, our heroes' dead sisters. Dead, uh, sorry, our heroes' girlfriend's dead sister. <laughs> Four, Bob, bomb goes up. Uh, off while we see that they have stolen a VCR and the train stops and out our heroes get chased by raccoons. Alright, one, the bad guys get uh, the golden VHS tape and leave Casey Smallwood behind. Uh, two, Casey meets up with his hippie friend, Tuck, and they go to chase the train on a pump car. That's what that, that thing is called, right? A pump car? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Three, uh, Casey text, text gets to his friend, and his friend notifies Washington that the train has been hijacked. Uh, four, Swallow, oh, Smallwood and the Porter take the train and come after Ranger Rick Danger. Cool, and I have the last 15 uh, minutes, and that is Dick Wiener gets taste while the evil people kills one of the raccoons. Two, villains takes the dead sister sister hostage while the main villain and our hero has a fight. Three, final boss fight. Our hero uh, uh, win, but golden VCR man blows up while our hero accidental blows up the VCR and saves the world. Four, Movie ends with the dead sister dating his brother, and Warrior fucks the gravestone of his dead girlfriend. <laughs> yep, that, that is how yep. it ended. Yep. <laughs> I think this was fun. I like this. Yeah, hopefully it all works out uh, and sounds good like in post and everything. Uh, yeah, did this... I mean, I think we did a good job of kind of describing it, but I don't think we I, could have described this movie at all uh, and no. made it make make it make sense because I don't think no. this movie necessarily made sense to begin with. No, and that's what I liked about it. It was so it was so absurdly bad that it was good. Get what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, it was going for that. It's it's trying to be bad on purpose. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I really like that they're in a, a train, but it's clear that they're just shooting it in, like, somebody's kitchen, and then the window yes. behind it has, like, the train, yes. uh, the scenery going by, like, they're in a train, but they're clearly yeah. in just somebody's apartment, like, kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, the movie itself I will give uh, 2 out of 10, but I, I I think it was funny. I think this is one of those movies that wraps around. It's, it's like, on our scale of 1 to 10, it goes past 0, back around yeah. to 10, and then passes 10, so I'm going to go all the way to a 6, <laughs> but on the uh, wraparound scale. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh... Yeah, no, I think we will do this again, to be honest. I, I really, really liked this segment. It was very, very fun. And it, it was even more fun when I didn't know what you were writing. But I think we'll be picking a better movie next time. Yeah, I think the problem with this movie is that it is so nonsensical that I think a movie yeah. that is more standard movie would make yeah. this segment maybe make more sense. But I don't know. We'll see. Movie round, uh, MC Theater may rise prices to cover Corona expensive. I'm going to guess. This is just a very, 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 very loose guess. That's something I said yes. Well, last time we talked about this, when you said, "Oh, it's probably going to be more like a, a concert thing where people pay a higher price to see it." Right. So like that's going exactly is what's happen? happening with AMC. It says here yeah. uh, the CEO Adam Aaron suggested the prices could start rising when the larger largest theater chain opens their doors for, for for the first time. Since theaters closed in March, AMC has made headlines about the future of the company, including possible bankruptcy or the idea of selling the corporation to Amazon, which we talked about. Uh, but like most businesses, AMC has suffered a devastating financial loss uh, since its closures. Um, they're saying that AMC is going to raise prices because of the whole uh, video-on-demand thing, is what it's talking about. Um, so, because they're, they only have this 17-day window, which we talked about last week, as far as AMC and Universal doing making a deal you remember this right so now because that happened then in that if they are going to work within that window they're saying we're going to have to raise prices on tickets as well as concessions from mm. yeah popcorn is already popcorn ridiculously works. overpriced i can't imagine yeah. people being like yeah i want to pay what $25 for a bucket of popcorn instead of $10, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, this is just stupid, stupid, stupid girls. Do you want a $12 Snickers bar? Because that's <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. Uh, I've seen a movie that I know that you've seen. I've seen The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Kimmy versus The Reverend. Oh, yeah. The Interactive Thing that finally came to Norwegian Netflix after two fucking months. For some reason. Uh, I tried to pick everything incorrect. Okay. So I I could see uh, the other endings. And I was pretty good. 
at it. But yeah, it's not interactive at all. I don't know why they call it interactive other than there's being two choices and one of them is wrong all the time. And then it just kind of reroutes you back to the ori- the actual story, right? right. So, yeah, yeah it... Yeah, the interactivity is not there comparatively to other ones. Yeah, I w- I would but, totally agree. But that being said, I thought it was funny. I I like Daniel Radcliffe very much in this as the husband. That was funny. Uh, so I'm going to give it a six. Okay, I saw Peanut Butter Falcon from last year. I think middle of last year uh, with yeah. Sh- Shia LaBeouf. Uh, yeah. Very good movie. I, I had this on my list of movies I wanted to watch last year. I just never got around to it. Right. Uh, also starring Jake the Snake Roberts and Mick Foley right at the end of the movie, I guess. They're, they don't have big character points. They're in, like, the, what, the last 20 minutes of the movie, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, kind of predictable, but at the same time, very the story was very... Um, relatable i guess you know what i mean you have the feeling like oh this could be me or that could be a a person that i know like that's how i felt about it um and very touching as well overall mm, peanut butter falcon i'll give an eight oh yeah i remember watching it i what did you think about the ending without spoiling it uh, I, I kind of saw it coming. I mean, from the yeah. very beginning, you know that this guy is going to get his come up. It's come up in at some point, but it's very right. touching because he he knows yeah. he's going to get it as well, but he doesn't care yeah. uh, because he just wants to help his friend. I saw a documentary about Nicholas Anelka. I'm going to guess that you don't know who that is. I have no idea who that is. Uh, I I had, would have guessed because he's a soccer player or as I call it a football player, a French football player. One of my big 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 football heroes. Um, and there uh, is a documentary called Anelka: a Misunderstand Genius uh, on Netflix. Ah, uh, this is very fluff fluff. Uh, it's very fluff fluff. It's one hour and thirty minutes with fluff fluff. Uh, but I liked it. I'm going to give it a six point five. I saw Slay the Dragon, a documentary um, from earlier this year about gerrymandering, uh, about how the U.S. political process has been uh, co-opted by large money groups that uh, buy off lower level candidates uh, and then gerrymander states so that one side can, can't can win uh, at all. There's no way to win, specifically on the Republican side. But they do talk a little bit about the Democrats also mm-hmm. gerrymandering in this documentary, mostly focused on the Republican side. Very interesting. Uh, overall, I'll give it a 7.5. I have heard nothing but good things about it. It's one of those docu- documentaries that is very, very, very up on my list. I mean, really need to watch it. I mean, it came out a while ago, and it seems to be even more relevant now. So, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd recommend it. 
Uh, do you watch anything else? Uh, Arkansas from a Prime movie. I'd recommend this to you. Uh, okay. Very good movie about, um, well, Arkansas. It's not really about Arkansas. Yeah. It, it's uh, got Liam Hem- Hemsworth in it, Vince Vaughn, uh, Eden Brolin, uh, John Malkovich, uh, Vivica A. Fox. It's got a bunch of really good people in it that you would know. And it's kind of about a, a guy who's stuck in a world of drug crime uh, and then kind of gets stuck with this other dude because they get, uh, what's a good word for it, blackmailed by somebody, uh, another drug kingpin. And it's and then it's kind of a mystery of these two guys who are stuck in this drug world trying to figure out who blackmailed them. So it's both kind of an action movie but also a mystery, right? Um, pretty good. I, overall, I would give this an 8. Cool. Yeah, I'd recommend it yeah. to you, Fro. I think you'd like it. Arkansas. Close. I wanted to see Blackwater Abyss. Screen media. There's a lot of logos. So this cave. This thing is unexplored. The shaft goes way down. Ready? See you at the bottom. Okay, we got some people spelunking. Let's check it out. Mm-hmm. I like that word. What I tell you? Incredible, huh? Cave, caves freak me out. I really don't like being in caves. It's good that I have kept uh, kind of the Australian feeling of this. I remember, uh, like I said to you, I remember this as a six point five seven, maybe as a horror movie, two thousand and seven. No oh, the here, black. Was it called Blackwater? Yeah. Okay, so this is a yeah, sequel. Just, yeah. Um. Here's an idea. Get out of the water. I'm going to guess they're stuck. That water is actually kind of greenish, by the way, bro. Yeah. It's not black water. What choice do I have? I think that's the place. It's called Blackwater. Oh, I see. Whatever you do, don't splash. Do not move a muscle. Yeah, it looks kind of interesting. That acting definitely doesn't look top-notch. It's not doesn't look like a giant alligator, so it's not like giant alligator movie. No, no, it's 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 based on uh, real, but uh, if you really want to see a good alligator movie, you should watch another. Okay. But what is this Oscar-nominated movie all about? Uh, Blackwater Abyss. Deep in the forests of Australia, some friends are exploring a remote cave system when a tropical storm hits. As the ri- rising floodwaters trap them deep below the surface, something even deadlier emerges from the darkness. Killer crocodiles. Oh, so there's multiple crocodiles in this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 4.5 out of 10. 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. 46% on Metacritic. 58% of Google users liked it. Pretty even across the board there. 
Did you ever see a, a movie called uh, Primeval or something like that? Uh, no. Okay. But you watched uh, the the very, very good uh, version of this movie called Lake Placid, I'm hoping. I think I did see that, yeah. <laughs> All right, I went to the Facebook. Uh, Shane Dury says, Not a bad movie, better than I expected. It's a good building thriller slash horror, similar to... Uh, to the decent, uh, but with a crock. The decent. Oh, the descent. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But with a crocodile. Uh, Kelly Marie Smith says, watching it right now, loving it. Uh, and Broen, Broen Owens says, uh, saw it last night. Decent film. I found uh, two uh, one-star reviews on IMDb. I really enjoyed the other Blackwater movie which one of the titles seems to refer to. It's nothing like that film, though. It's just drawn out of sequence, out of uh, uh, almost identical scenes. No storyline to speak of, and the actors are instantly forgettable. So that's a good sign. (laughs) Uh, 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 Another one said, I left after after 30 minutes, boring, uh, poorly staged, awful camera work, just after drivel. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, it's got middle of the road scores, and from what, what I saw on the Facebook, everybody was kind of like, "eh, it's it's okay, it's it's decent." Nobody was really raving about it, but nobody was e- shitting yeah. on it either. So I think it's very middle of the road movie. Uh, something else that came out. out this- oh, yeah, come on. Uh, made in Italy. Uh, a London artist and his estranged son try to, rem- oh, try to mend their relationship as they work together to repair a dilapidated, a dilapidated house in Italy. Uh, with Liam Neeson in it, uh, 5.5 out of 10 on IMDb, 51% on Rotten Tomatoes, 45% on Metacritic. Uh, then we have Sam Sam, uh, an action family movie. It looks like a cartoon movie. Uh, Sam Sam seems to have it all loving family, great friends and even his own flowing saucer however he's still trying to find find the thing that is actually going to make his life better actual superpowers Uh, it has uh, 5.7 on INDB uh, 70% of the Google users like this movie it has absolutely nobody uh, you would know as voices. So <laughs> okay, uh, the tax collector, uh, two enforcers for uh, for a cl- crime lord face an uncertain future when an old rival rival reappears, uh, starring Shia LaBeouf um, and George yeah. Lopez. Apparently, four point seven out of ten on IMDb, but twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes and twenty two percent on Metacritic. Bro. Cool. Hey, you like books. Uh, you don't like reading? Uh, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I can read for you. Or you can pay a professional to do it. I'm guessing that is going to cost you hundreds and hundreds of dollars if you want a professional to sit in your living room reading your book for you. 
That would cost a lot of money, don't you think? If you're paying them by the hour, yeah, it would cost a lot. Yeah. Well, you can go to audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. You can get that for free. They're not going to ship you a person, but they're definitely going to give you a free book. A 30-day subscription <laughs> service. You get to keep the service. Uh, no, you don't. If you cancel it, you get to keep the book, not the service. And you help out the show. Gosh, it is so fucking hot here. I haven't said that before now. Whew. Yeah, coming next week, News of the Week. Uh, Tough as Nails episode 7. Another Yay. digital review of Sputnik. Uh, I'm assuming it's some kind of space movie. I'm going to guess this as well. And we're going to talk about Buckminster Fuller. What is Buckminster Fuller, my dear? He's one of those super smart, famous guys that nobody talks about. Aha. Uh-huh. He invented the buckyball. Uh... He invented the geodesic dome and things like that. Sure, things I have never ever heard of. Okay. Cool. I'm going to look forward to reading about him this week. Uh, guess what? Dr. Disrespect is back. Oh, yeah, I saw that stream. Yeah. Guess it's back. Back again. Tell a friend. Uh, and he says in the stream, more or less, hey, I don't actually know why I was kicked out of Twitch. Do you believe him? I mean, that's what everybody else is saying uh, as well. So, I, from what I've heard, other people dealing with Twitch, that that Twitch themselves, this is kind of one of the things they do. They'll do right. they'll kick people off and not tell them why, or uh, reprimand somebody and not tell them why. There's not a lot of communication happening at Twitch, is what I understand, uh, to begin with. Um, but it seems like he's maybe made a deal with, YouTube is what it seems like. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he definitely, more or less, has made he has made more uh, live things on uh, on on YouTube now. So while we were recording this, I got the notification that he was live again. So that's his third stream in in quite a short time of time right i just wonder if he's made a deal with youtube or if he's just streaming on youtube you, you know with his own company yeah i don't i, I haven't yeah. heard anything about that uh another thing on youtube did you hear about these two twins who did the rob a bank prank i did and then they got like uh, multiple felonies uh for being complete idiots i love it when people do youtube pranks and think it's not going to hurt them. Oh, I mean, this specifically, like, running around with ski masks on and, like, drop yeah. dropping money and, like... I think the worst part that I saw about it was when they got in the Uber driver car. So that's what really... They got in this car and... Like, they ordered an Uber, they got in the Uber, and then they acted like they were robbing a bank and that the uber was the getaway driver and so the uber driver kicks them out but then the uber driver gets guns pulled on him like that guy these are american police that guy could have gotten shot uh Septicai is back after one month of leaving youtube i didn't yeah, so, actually know 
he was gone, to be honest. <laughs> I, me neither. <laughs> but I saw that he had come back. I was like, hmm, this is interesting. I, I very rarely been... watch Jacksepticeye, to be honest. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think it's more funny that... Uh, did we talk about this? Uh, you, PewDiePie being cancelled over his music? Yeah, we talked about it last week. Yeah, and uh, now he came out with the response video. I mm-hmm. liked it. Yeah, that was uh, pretty good. What else? Uh, Kanye, uh, according to Forbes, again, they did another interview with him. Uh, they asked him if his if he thought that his campaign for president was going to hurt Joe Biden. Um, and he, he said something to the effect of, I'm not going to argue with you about that. Meaning, like, really? yeah. Hmm. That's just interesting. I mean, it's interesting because we know that he's kind of been a Trump guy in the past, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 in all honesty, think it is to get votes away from Biden. All right, here's the actual quote. It says, West was eager to criticize Biden, expressing comfort with the idea of doing damage to the former president's a former vice president's White House chances saying, I'm not denying it, I, I just told you. So, hmm. when they asked him if if he knew that that was going to hurt Biden's campaign, he said, I'm not denying it, I just told you. So, that's interesting. It is, yeah. I, I, I guess, yeah. Anything else? Uh, Trump banned WeChat here in America because of the China thing. I, I, I don't know anybody uh, that uses WeChat, so there you go. Do you know what? I have never heard of it before you said it just now. What okay. is WeChat? Yeah, I don't, I, I, I'd never really heard of it. Maybe somebody's using it, but it wasn't me, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> what, what, what kind of program is it? It's just a, I'm assuming it's just a chat, like a... Okay. Like a um, Snapchat type program is my oh. su- assumption. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did you see the new Marvel Adventures beta gameplay? I- I'm guessing you didn't. No. It looks rubbish. Okay. Everybody that says it uh, has uh, played the beta says that it, if you uh, pre-order this, you're stupid. Uh, a so bunch a of people thing. on Twitter were beaming. Uh, Elizabeth Warren because she didn't get picked for <laughs> vice president. Oh, no. uh, oh, so there's no. a lot of really good Elizabeth Warren memes out there if you just look that up. Cool. Well, Jeremy, uh, we are very happy that you listened this far. Uh, say hi to uh, your girlfriend from us. Uh, and uh, hope you contact us soon again. Yeah, let us know <laughs> if that... Uh, trip uh the cruise trip is going to work out because yeah tell us about last time cruise, we talked there you were going to go on a cruise and it seems like that maybe not is, is maybe not happening yeah tell us about that jeremy we know we're listening uh okay uh i think that's everything right yeah that's it okay from the norway i'm uh, uh not look uh, from the land of 5G, my name's Fro. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye.